If you're looking to start a podcast and already have a podcast and you're looking for an affordable podcasting hosting site, Podbeam is your number one choice. Podbeam offers statistics with in-depth analytics to manage your podcast needs. Use the promo code podbeam.com slash pbsignup and get a free month off. That's podbeam.com slash pbsignup to get a free month off and see why 1,500 episodes have been shared all over the world in the past 11 years with over 3,000 subscribers that have chose Podbeam as their number one hosting site. Podcast City Network. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Everett Lee Show. Welcome to the Everett Lee Show podcast. I am the Everett Lee. Quick shout out to everyone who follows me on social media. You could follow me at the links right there on the screen. And I want to give a shout out to Podcast City Network, the official host of the Everett Lee Show. I guess that's not going to work. Probably wondering what the hell I'm doing. Well, you'll see here in a minute. <laughs> ah. So, hope. You know what? Fuck the hat. <laughs> Fuck the hat. Fuck the hat. Oh, God. Things happen when you go live, they go live. St. Patrick's Day. I got an excuse. All right. I guess we're just going to have to do it like this then. Definitely going to have to do it like this. All right. Billy, the bottle opener. Look, I have Corona. <sighs> nice, fresh Corona. I just love Corona. I definitely do love Corona. So... What's been going on besides this fucking virus destroying everyone's lives around the world, man? I've seen some crazy shit in the last couple of weeks and heard some crazy shit in the last couple of weeks. I'll tell you how bad it's been for the fact of the matter is I've been pacing back and forth the last two weeks. I probably got about four hours of sleep each night. The news media is all over the goddamn place with this fucking virus. Just feeding it putting everyone in fucking panic you're buying up all the toilet paper because you shit yourselves because we got a pandemic whatever the fuck that is everything that from sci-fi to science fiction to horror and everything the walking dead all this stuff uh, it's it feels like that but the thing is what gets me is how idiotic and fucked up people could be fighting over fucking toilet paper hoarding sanitizer Come on now. Congratulations, fucktards. You're one step closer to being idiots and one step closer away from the human race. Here's to you. Goddamn shit. Fucking drives me crazy. Seeing all this shit all the damn time. I'm sick of it. Pacing back and forth. What the fuck we gonna do? We gonna go or is our government gonna go into lockdown? We gonna go to martial law? They're going to basically all our rights and everything is going to be taken away. Just yada, yada, yada. And it just blows my damn mind of all this shit. What really pisses me off about Wuha in China, whatever the fuck that place is, the live seafood market, you fucking just savages eating live goddamn food. God dang. If I want to eat something that's an animal, I make sure it's fucking dead before I consume it. So... 
with that said, just sporting events canceled. Fucking everything else get canceled. WrestleMania is fucking moved to the Performance Center. Empty arena. I watched Raw last night. <laughs> it sucked even more than what it usually did. But, you know, it's just taking precautions make sure everyone's safe and the one thing i want to say is i hope everyone stay safe do what you gotta do do what you gotta do though but don't hoard every goddamn thing you get a fucking get your fucking hands on yeah it is a rant i just want to get this out of the way and then i'll just move on to other shit but um the thing is that with everyone hoarding every goddamn thing and stuff it's just why don't we just come together and just get through this together? That's all I want to see. Just get through this. Because with this fucked up shit that's going around, ruining everyone's lives, it's disrupting my life to operate and, and go about my business. And when something interferes on my business, that's when I get pissed off. Apparently, the origin of this crazy bullshit, I've been hitting the internet, reading a bunch of bullshit and stuff from a bunch of different people, different articles, just a bunch of different stuff, just piecing things together with where and how and everything started. And mostly everything from conspiracy theory to basically just where did this damn thing start i mean if you look at look at this article right here at treehugger.com yeah funny huh uh where am i looking at okay yeah i guess apparently in 2012 a scientist and journalist david quoman wrote quote experts believe the next deadly human pan panemic whatever the fuck will almost certainly be a virus that spills over from wildlife to human. Okay, so apparently this creature animal from China somewhere I've never heard of. My, I haven't cracked open the history books since 1998, so uh, bear with me here. So I guess apparently this animal ate it, and then it was brought to the live market, and the Chinese went savage over it and just chow down. And then dude got sick, coughed, spit, shit, whatever, and then it went to domino effect. And then they're basically, yeah, we're right here where we're at right now. And then, you know, conspiracy theory about, like, bioweaponry and stuff, That's that drives me crazy there, <laughs> you know. Let's say if it was a bioweapon thing, you know, I'll tell you what, my family dies you better hope that virus kills you because once I get a hold of you, I will fuck your world up. I'll stump a mud hole in your ass and walk and dry, son. So you're damn right. So let's hope that's not the case, though. But besides the point, besides my ranting and everything, everyone get along. Just get along. Help one another out, man. Get through this. Quit hoarding shit. If I'm out in the supermarket, I've been staying away from the supermarket because I don't want to drop kick some son of a bitch in the forehead by hoarding up all the goddamn paper from someone that needs it and the elderly they helped us out they raised us why don't we do a favor in return and help them help them out as much as we can so let's just keep that in mind but enough of my ranting and raving and bullshit and everything and me singing and um having my corona so just talk about some things which I think it was pretty cool if you check out movie nights podcast on podcast city network shout out the Dalton movie nights podcast he put up a video about how this has affected the movie industry because he talks about movies with his podcast and love the guy he's a great guy and everything and the one thing that hurting him right now is talking about movies that's coming out because he's a manager at a movie theater in Orlando and he's getting hurt by it. he's getting hit by it by all the sh all the damn shutdowns and basically I know the comment chat I can see it going off here I'll get to that right here just in a moment but 
with him, no one's going out to the movies, and a lot of places have closed down the movie theaters and stuff. So the movie industry's taking damn hit, though. I heard on the radio this morning when I was on my way to work after I dropped my daughter off daycare, and I was on my way going to work, and uh, when I was heading to work, they're talking about Invisible Man. You may have caught the previews on Facebook or YouTube, that movie with, uh, I think it's Elizabeth Olsen. She was in Mad Men. She played Peggy Olsen or something like that. I don't know. Screwing up names. Had Corona's effect to me. So um, with her, that movie's supposed to come out this week. No one's actually going to probably go see it. So they're making it available on demand so you can watch it. So you go on on demand this week weekend. You're, you like got yourself locked in the house. You're tired of watching Pornhub, uh, Netflix, Hulu, whatever the fuck you do behind closed doors, which I don't want to know. So um, you're looking for something new. There you go right there. You got uh, a visible man. And I know uh, Frozen 2, that's come out already on Disney because it's supposed to come out last week or something. But um, that's already out. And they got some stuff out there. And also, if you get yourself a lockdown, why don't you listen to Podcast City Network? We got some great content. You're tired of binge watching Netflix, Hulu, all that, all that streaming service? Hop over and listen to some audio, man. Take a break. Listen to the great shows we got. Got Every Lee right here. Got Deathmatch Russell Podcast, which is in the chat. What's up, David? He had a show tonight. Went live on his Facebook page, so check the replay out on there. Also, check out Final Score. Well, actually, you can check out the preview, previous release content because Final Score is kind of going on hiatus because the sports industry, they've taken a hit there with everything that's going on but uh when they do come back whenever that is you can check out their shows right there their episodes chris and craig giving you the latest up to date on sports from nfl xfl to nba and so forth and of course you like wrestling we got deathmatch wrestle podcast as i said we got wrestle popcast you like uh what else we have pop culture no holds bar. Not afraid to hold back any damn thing. Uh, Imaginarium with Scott and Todd. Shout out to those guys. I know they're uh, going through an ordeal right there with everything. And then you got pop culture with Super Radio Brothers. Shout out to Mark Rich and Ben. You guys. Love you guys. And that's pretty much all the shout outs. Let's see what the chat's doing, man. Ever since I started going off and stuff. Brady Gibson. What's up? Selling a big. Hey, Everett, I'll sell you a baggie of TP street value. David Russell. <laughs> Brady, here we go. Yep. Yep. We're on a roll. I'm pissed off. Pissed off at everything going on in this damn world. So I got to get it out. The 16 year old anarchist is coming out and uh, he's going to burn it down. So, uh, Brady should have told me to come over. I could have raged with you. Yeah, could have had to come over, but spur in a moment, I was I wasn't gonna go live tonight. I was gonna pull an archive from my 174 episodes, and uh, those who keep up with me, you know, I got a lot of content. Those who don't, you can always go back. You can check on Podcast C Network over on everyleeshow.podbeam.com. And if you're looking to start a podcast, please head over to podbeam and sign up and use the promo code podbeam.com slash pb sign up and you'll get a free month off if you're looking to start a podcast you want to start something where you rant you want to start talking about wrestling sports whatever use podbeam and <laughs> brady hashtag lock and loaded boys yeah what's all the everyone buying up with goddamn ammo that's that's crazy, man. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I was telling someone the other day we'd be riding around here like fucking Mad Max. <laughs> you know, we'll be going beyond Thunderdome when that comes down to it. <laughs> but um, yeah, people should use the rule of three. What left hand, three fingers. <laughs> you have a three month supply if nothing more. <laughs> Just heard my name. Sorry. Yep. 
it's an illness that attacks the wrist. Yeah, we know that. We know that Brady. Um, I didn't come out from underneath a rock. I've been watching all the bullshit folding and stuff, and I've lost viewers. Of course, people jump in. They don't really care what I have to say at first, and then they leave. So you know what? Fuck you, because I'm in that mood tonight. So basically, tonight all I just want to do is I want to rock because it's showtime. That's right. So I'm having drinking a little bit of the bubbly. Loving it. I'm loving it. But if the phone rings. Katow, hello. Hey, it's nothing. He says he knows you. So that's pretty much what's going on there. But yeah, I guess I ran off half the people watching the uh watching me go off about the corona. But um yeah, Twitch, now you're watching me. <laughs> this is great. This is great. I mentioned I watched Monday Night Raw last night. Just it just was not the same. Monday Night Raw was just not the same with an empty arena. That right there was just some crazy stuff right there. Just trying to get into it, and I just could not get into it. I was watching because it was Austin three sixteen day. Shout out for Austin three sixteen Stone Cold Steve Austin day. He showed up at the end uh, in an empty arena, and it just did not feel the same without that crowd reaction. It just don't feel, it don't feel for me right now, without the crowd reaction of a live audience because that's what I like about wrestling when you have that live audience, and we don't have it. We don't have that live audience, and it just killed me for it right there. It just killed me, and I just I couldn't get into it just the matches it just there's something missing it's just something missing i know they're trying to make sure everyone's safe over everything that's going on but i just i just can get into it friday night smackdown i didn't even watch because of the whole thing but i tuned in last night because of stone cold steve austin one of the toughest son of a bitches i know on this planet so therefore I watched it, loved how he gave some stunners, drank some beer, and raised some hell. So, <coughs> allergies, pollen, this time of year gets me, man. But, um, yeah, but I did, this weekend, I did go to my local local wrestling. wrestling. I did catch that, knockout wrestling, the Black Death I debuted. If you didn't catch the video right here on the Everett Lee Show Facebook page. So go ahead and check that out. The Black Death showed up, which was great. They came in. The boys came in, whipped some ass, took names, and left. And who knows what they're going to do next there for that promotion. But when that happens, when the Black Death happens again, I'll be there. I'll be checking it out. So that's going to be good. What else happened? Pretty much nothing else happened. I found some new CDs. Found some ACDC CDs. Who made who? Stip of stip. Ugh. I can't even talk, man. Stiff upper lip. I forget the name of that ACDC CD. I found a bunch of them. Went out, used, found some used CDs. Found a bunch of Iron Maiden. So I pretty much almost have half their catalog, which I what I found. I hit gold. <coughs> God dang. Ugh. I'm not getting sick. It's just allergies, man. Dry up throat. This ain't helping, man. So, I don't know. This is what I have right now. Sipping on a Corona. St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Kinda. I know people's complaining about the bars and everything that was going on, but you know what? I drink alone. I'm like George Thorogood. I drink alone. And I do. I do. I rarely go out. I believe I go out to city limits at least about once. Once a month. I go out to city limits with Chris and Craig. Shout out to those guys. And we go out. Have my apple pie cider. 
have my grilled cheese with fries from City Limits. Grilled cheese is excellent. And we sit around, we talk business with Podcast City Network. We sit there, have a couple apple pie ciders, grilled cheese, fries. We talk, we hang out, watch some sports. We go home and next month we do it all over again, which is great. I enjoy that, hanging out with the guys and talking business, getting some business, getting some stuff done. Got a lot of things coming up in uh, 2020 for Podcasting Network. But a lot of this stuff we're not going to be able to do because the world took a shit and a dump and everything. So with that said, I just, there's, there's still things. We get through this crazy bullshit. Where's Hornswoggle at, you asked? <laughs> I don't know, man. He's probably over the rainbow looking for that pot of gold. So that's probably it. If he does pop up, we'll hear him. <laughs> so that's pretty much. He may have a 33 and third chance of actually finding some gold. So. We'll just keep that in mind. But, yeah, I just uh, found found some good CDs, threw some in in my CD player. I got a 101 CD disc changer. I filled that up that thing almost about 50 damn CDs, man. I'm going to fill the son of a bitch up and jam out. Sunday, I was cleaning the house like I usually do, and I threw on the Who and uh, Slip Kid came on the first song off the CD I have of The Who. And I loved it, man. My daughter, she ran around the kitchen and she started dancing and everything. It was it was great. It was great. She enjoyed the music and stuff. I enjoyed music. That's the one thing I enjoy the most out of everything that's been going on the last couple of weeks. I throw on different types of music and it calms me and I just forget about every damn thing that I hear or see from everybody and stuff. And... Uh, yeah, speaking speaking of going on stuff going on in the world, hell, my my job, they basically locked up, closed the doors and stuff to the public. But I still got to show up for work. That's the thing. I still got to show up for work though. But in a good way, we'll be able to accomplish stuff and get things ready to go in a couple weeks. And that's all I got to say say about that right there about about what I do outside of doing being Everett and just being Denver. And sometimes I hate being Denver. I prefer being Everett Lee because he's more fun. He's more fun and he don't hold back. I like Everett Lee much better. Yeah, Everett Lee. When Everett Lee comes out to play, you don't know what you're going to get. So I like that a lot better. <laughs> yeah, kind of sound a little bit sadistic. Trying to do that Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Way they get a load of me. <laughs> it's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. So. I don't know, man. I don't know. Sometimes I feel this week, the last couple weeks. But you know what I know. That you're only half the man that I am. And I have half the brain that you do. That's how I feel with all the shit going on in the world. But like I mentioned before, yeah, they, a lot of things going on with the sporting events going around and stuff, especially WrestleMania. I can't believe that. They're moving to Performance Center. I don't want to move it back. But a lot of live wrestling events are still going on. And... I don't know what to what to expect. Hopefully we get through this damn thing. That's all I'm hoping, man. Things go back to normal. I want life to go back to normal before all the bullshit. It wouldn't I that's all I ask. Could things just go back to like the way they were before anything happened? Because I would certainly love to go out and enjoy some sporting events. I want to see live wrestling. I want to go to more live wrestling. 
I know they've been canceling stuff here and there. I want to give a shout out and say I know a lot of promoters that run promotions up north, especially up north with everything going on, man. I, I'm pulling for you. I hope everything works out, and I hope everything gets back the way it is and you can continue business as usual, draw on those crowds, and entertain the masses. And I have a lot of friends in the indie film industry. You guys are taking a hurt, and a, and it it just it hurts you, man. You can't get out there and film your movies and stuff. I believe uh, I've been looking on Facebook with uh, indie director Jeremiah Kemp. He's been doing some stuff, and what he was been doing, that's been on halt right now. And I know, shout out to Stephanie Davis from Bouncy Boxer Media. I know things got on halt for you. You put out there an idea for a movie that's coming out, or not coming out, excuse me, an idea for a movie that has to do with what's going on right now. And... I think that's brilliant. I'm looking forward to seeing what kind of movies come out after this all after this is all said and done and everything. Maybe they'll do a thing, a movie. Here's I want to do a shoot idea for some damn movies right now since I got a live mic in front of me. Yeah, they said don't touch your face. Yeah, fuck that. Um Yeah, I'm breaking my I'm breaking my third rule there. One of the things I like to see is an idea for a movie that the virus has made people into zombies and a zombie outbreak happens somewhere in a part of the world and people is trying to get out and they can't get out because they're quarantined and they quarantine the place because it's a zombie outbreak and they're not telling anyone they're hiding it. I like to see some kind of movie like that happen or they've already done a movie like that. Or I like to see see some kind of romance thing with two people who meet at a party and they go on lockdown and they're stuck in the stuck in the same house accidentally and they can't get out and they hate each other at first and then eventually they fall in love and that's I'd love to see something like that some kind of idea like that or we could do a thing where basically I mean all I can think of is like zombies with the outbreak and everything and that's all I can think of. But sci-fi, I like to see the type of movies that come out after this is all said and done because that, that would be great. That definitely would be great to see the creative and imagination from my indie filmmaker friends in the indie filmmaker industry. I know you guys can put your heads together and come up with something. Um, <laughs> David. Corona's got your podcast last week. <laughs> yeah, that's what J.J. McGuire said. Shout out to J.J. McGuire. I, uh, yeah, he mentioned the same thing there. Um, yeah, I'm commenting and liking, um, on what's, uh, been said here in the chat here. I'm trying to catch up here. Crazy like Max Headroom. Whatever that is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh hell yeah. That's right. Yeah. But I like to I like to see what my indie film friends do in the industry and see what they come up with that's creative and innovating on movies after all this is said and done. It it's funny. I don't want to get too much into politics but what's funny is for the fact that every election year that we have like some kind of disease or something that comes spreading which is crazy and then we have like Nostradamus people predicted this that this was going to happen and this is going to be the bad part of 2020 if you look at it what's funny is from 2010 to 2019 and this in that decade that we just got out of was great. It had its ups. It had its downs. It had good times, bad times. You just take it. You just take it with that. But the one thing with with that right there, I would have to say definitely, is that a lot of good stuff happened. A lot of bad stuff happened. 
and we got through it. We got through it. The beginning of this new decade, 2020, rocky start. I'm looking forward at the end of 2020 and say, by God, we got through it. We got through it. We stuck together, and with us sticking it together and everything, I think it would be nice because we could just sit back and laugh, have some nice cold Corona, and just enjoy one another. And I, I just want people to be awesome with each other. That's what I want. I want everyone to be awesome with each other during whatever's going on. If it's good or bad, just be awesome. Be excellent, man. Be Bill and Ted, man. Excellent. <laughs> because that's, that's just the way it is, man. We should be excellent to each other and just enjoy each other's company. Because we got each other, we got our family, we got our friends. And when it's all said and done and we defeat this son of a bitch, we beat this thing that's going around just disrupting our lives in the world that was released by fucking China. One thing that we could do is at the end of the year, we could hug one another and kiss our loved ones and say, hey, we got through it. We stick together. We should all stick together and not let any big thing push us around. And at the end of the year, we should basically look at the media and tell the media to go fuck themselves. Go screw themselves for all the bullshit they put a panic in with everyone. That's all I want. All I want for Christmas is a roll of TP and some hand sanitizer. That's what I said to someone the other day. Or someone said that to me. And I said, yeah, I would have said the same thing if I knew this <laughs> this was going to happen. <laughs> but who knows? You don't know what the hell is going to happen. You just got to live one day at a time, man. One day at a time. Those that go out there and kick ass every day, here's to you. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Yes, I am drinking a Corona. Thank you. <laughs> but, yeah, I just, I don't know what the hell I was going to do tonight. Start off the show hot and heavy, about burn myself out, and it just come blazing in and just kind of like mellow it out right now. Been going on for about 40 minutes, which I think is pretty damn good when you're basing everything off the top of your head with everything that's going on and I just like the fact that I got some awesome friends, awesome family that support me. I've been supporting me since 2014 with doing this and everything. And I couldn't go wrong without them. I couldn't go wrong without them. And I'm going to try to get some more interviews within the next few months. Try to get some more interviews. I love talking to people. I love talking about where they go where they've got to in their life. They got to here, they got to there, and how they got there each step by step. And I'm gonna try to reach out to people I've not talked to. I'm gonna step outside the comfort zone of what I normally do with interviews such as talking with wrestlers and indie filmmakers i'm going to step outside that box for 2020 and try to bring something new take things to a different direction and try to get a hold of people that i've been wanting to wanting to talk to but i've not been able to talk to cody what's with the camo hat it's uh let me pull up my other view here punisher It's Punisher. You see it? 20 second delay. Yeah. I got a 20 second delay. So, I mean, you can see the Punisher right there. Frank Castle. That's basically, this is the hat I'm going to wear. If the person, if the, it comes out that a person was responsible for how the world's took a dump. This is the hat they're going to see. And they're going to see my foot up their ass because I will 
mess them up because I'm tired of my life being disrupted. It pisses me off. It pisses me off. I'll tell you what, everyone band together and we find the son of a bitch responsible for everything. Let's all band together and let's have a public hanging and a public pinata party. I'll bring the corona. <laughs> I wonder if I could shove this bottle up his ass, you know, somewhat. So we'll see. Uh, yeah, I'm just a little pissed off. Just restless, tired of everything that's going on. So I came out here to rant. I came out here to talk. I just came out here to get things off my chest. That's all. <laughs> That's right, baby. Because I am here. That's right. Every Lee is here. I'll tell you what. China. But there's one problem. Everybody still thinks that I absolutely suck. You're damn right. <laughs> That's what I think about China right now. They said, hey, bat shit. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Hey, your hoarders hoarding up the toilet paper there. Don't forget to. Uh, I hope you know just fucking raw. <laughs> I do. I hope you do. I hope. I hope so. That's right. I hope that happens to you because. But there's one problem. Everybody still thinks that I absolutely suck. I know I've been on here probably for about you know, 45 minutes and some people look at it as I'm. Bitching and moaning and bitching and bitching and bitching and bitching and bitching and bitching and bitching. Are you bitching? Pretty much. David Russell, he loves to just message me in the middle of my live stream. <laughs> yeah, you love to interrupt my live stream there. <laughs> Thank you, David. Thank you. You know what? I'll let that one pass this time because I basically say yes, yes, yes. What what do we got here? Thought you were going going all country on us. I am country, man. I am redneck. I am a redneck. I'm a bear swinging redneck from Tennessee. What do you expect, huh? Cody says the virus wasn't from China. It was created by the U.S. as a bioweapon and was secretly tested in China, and it backfired and spread. I heard that. I heard that. You know, no one's really going to know. There's going to be so many conspiracy theories and stuff. Basically, it's like the one conspiracy. Who killed JFK? You know? I've I've heard so many in my 41 years being on this fucking planet. I've heard so many conspiracy theories about that. From our own government to um, Vietnam to every damn thing. The magic bullet. It's just... Yeah, you want to talk conspiracy theories, man. How about this? How about this crazy thing? Loch Ness Monster, UFOs, Bigfoot. Someone actually a few months ago, believe this, that this this gets me. Someone actually caught on footage, okay, after all the freaking years, someone caught footage of Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Real Bigfoot, okay? A lot of people said, yes, that is Bigfoot because I've heard the damn cry. A lot of other people said that, no, that's not Bigfoot. And basically, I'm watching, you can look it up. It's up at uh, Ohio there. It happened in Ohio, up a place where I lived at one point about five years, Salt Lake Fork. And it's they called the Ohio Sasquatch, they call him the Moss Man. Dude, I, I tell you, okay. This guy, 
Okay, got out in the woods there, and he shot some great stuff with a drone, aerial footage and stuff. He threw this all together. It looked great. He actually caught a footage of a real Sasquatch. Man, I'm telling you. Okay, a a real fucking Sasquatch. It's like, yes, finally someone caught Bigfoot on film, but he don't get the credit for it. I call it a hoax. Oh, that's not Bigfoot and stuff. Okay, all right. Someone bring me a live, real fucking alien, okay? Or someone captures a real alien and then shows it. <laughs> hey, look, I got E.T. right here. All right, what's going to happen? They're, they're going to say, no, that's not E.T. That's not E.T., okay? And that's just how, how we look at things. We When we have the proof in front of us, we have, we say to ourselves, that's not real. That's not real. Like, if I sat right here and I snapped my fingers and my hand caught on fire, I'm like, I'm the human torch. You guys are going to look at me like, nah, you're not the human torch, man. That's CGI. You got CGI stuff going on right there. It's like, no, look, I'm going to light a cigarette with my fucking hand. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, that's not real. It just gets me how that is. Um, Yeah. Jimmy Baxter says sorry but that isn't true COVID-19 is about 45 different things that's come up in the last 100 years that spread through our species most of the time they're small and organizable as anything other than the flu or feeling I can't say that word don't throw big words out there because I basically when I read a big word I have about a 33 and a third chance of actually pronouncing it right uh It's just another mutation that actually caught on and is dangerous to some of the world's population. A lot of the stuff, the research I've been looking at last, I've been doing a little research, digging into articles, reading a lot of different things. Everything points back to animals. That's the one thing. That's the one thing that's pointed back is to animals. Because my, my, the first thing I thought about was conspiracy theory, like uh, Cody there. And it was like, I thought that though. But you don't know. You don't know because that's basically just what I what I thought there. Yeah, I don't know. Basically, when it comes to finding out what I, where this came from, it feels like. But you know, and I know that you are only half the man that I am, and I have half the brain that you do. That's all. That's how I feel. I feel like I'm sitting there and I'm reading the stuff. I'm like. just trying to figure piece things together man that's all man chat's on fire pneumonia (laughs) i like that it's pronounced pneumonia i love that jimmy thank you (laughs) i love that all right he said it also doesn't spread to most animals including dogs cats birds and cows we got someone that's don't take this the wrong way. We got someone a little bit more smarter on what's going on than I do. Thank you. Thank you, Jimmy, for that right there. Appreciate it. There's some education out there. I think we need it. We definitely need it. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you. And <laughs> now look at look at my nephew trying to pronounce the words. Uh, remember Living Color back in the day? That's like uh, Mike Tyson trying to say, Lou Quith, don't punch me, Mike. <laughs> I, I, I want to be able to get up and go to work tomorrow. <laughs> but, but Cody, that sounds Lou Quith. That sounds Lou Quith, what you're saying. <laughs> I had to, man. I had to. Oh, man, my glasses fogged up. <clears throat> That's my left hand, the one I wipe my ass with. So, just let you know. You're you're right, my left. So, anyhow. Yeah, I just, uh, I love the interaction from everyone tonight. Got people jumping in and out and everything. Yeah, got my glasses off now. I can see what's going on. I can see. I'm not sitting here looking like Stevie, Stevie Wonder there. So, yep, the glasses is off. Everly got his glasses off. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
Ah, Jimmy says, do you remember the 1800 call collect? <laughs> one eight, okay, 1-800-CALL, excuse me, click Mike Tyson commercials. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was great. That was great. That stuff was great, man. I love that stuff. Yeah, Mad TV was great. That's the one one show I liked a lot. I, I did catch Mad TV a lot. I like the guy. I forget his name. You can throw it in there in the chat. He um, did the Stone Cold Steve Austin impersonation. He did the Stone Cold Steve Austin impersonation. What? Go sit back, drink a cold one, listen to Everett Lee's show. What? My allergies, my throat. I can't do it as good as I do. <coughs> so... Yeah. Pollen. Pollen throws up my damn throat, my nose. Picking damn green boogers out of my nose. Yeah, I still pick my nose. <laughs> Behind closed doors, man. Because <laughs> don't, I hate to get a little sick there. Don't you hate that when you're sitting there and your nose, sinuses get up and you're like, and then when you, you blow and it looks like someone stuck a salad bar up your nose and you just let it loose into your napkin. I hate that, man. I hate how the human body and the nostril, you know, nasals just develop everything, man. I remember one time I was outside mowing the lawn a few years ago, and I was mowing that lawn like fucking crazy. And I hit a bad patch in my backyard, which at the time didn't have no grass. I hit that damn dirt. Son of a gun, man. Freaking whirlwind of freaking dust I stirred up, man. I thought I was Dorothy in the house getting ready to leave Kansas. And I got done that day, sweat pouring down. This is the middle of summer, man. It was one of the hottest summers that year. I forget what year. But I ended up dirt, sweat. When you sweat, I hate when you sweat and dirt sticks to your skin. That shit just drives me crazy. So I I'm I look like I got in a fight with the with the fucking dirt devil out in the backyard. And then all of a sudden I was like my nasal and all of a sudden it's like I blow my nose and it's like I was blowing dust bunnies, man. Just dirt. It just it gets me, man, how how that works right there. <laughs> it just gets me. Uh but yeah, the Mike Tyson thing, that was great. <laughs> Yeah, one one sport, one sport actually, I can say that I was watching last night. Believe it or not, um, not many people know this though. You know, a lot you have that friend that watches golf. I'm not I'm not saying I'm a golf fan, but for example, I'm using that as an example. You have that friend that watches golf. It's like you got foot. You got that friend that's big football fan. You got your friend that's in the baseball. And then you get the one that's in the hockey. And then all of a sudden you get that one odd friend that loves golf. And you're like, really? You love golf. And then you're going to have that friend like me that likes bowling. <laughs> I watched. I was sitting there watching the, P, the uh, PBA tournament, world uh, tournament last night. Watching some of it on uh, Fox Sports 1. That was pretty damn good. I, I love that. When they throw the ball, son of a bitch, man. <laughs> Sucker goes gracefully. They throw it with such grace. And I sit there. I was watching a PBA tournament one time on TV. I'm like, okay, that's how they do it. All right. So I go out with some friends. We go, we go bowling. End up going out bowling. And I decide, yeah, that... I could bowl like the PBA bowlers. Oh, yeah. So I get my ball. I get about, about a 12, 14-pound ball. I like it a little heavy because when I throw, I like to throw it halfway across and hit and then have it hook, which is taking me a long time to perfect after what I'm about to tell you what I did. What I did was I got up to that line and, okay, and I'm thinking back in my head, okay, he took the ball like so and he somewhat. My ass gets up on that line. I take that ball, and I'm sitting there. I'm friends. I'm thinking, taking forever on my shot. Friends are like, "Come on, come on, Everett, throw the ball." Okay. Midway, you never have that moment where when you throw the ball, 
And as soon as you throw the ball midway or you do something midway, you realize that you've you pretty much fucked up. <laughs> I had that moment. I had that come to Jesus moment right there where I was like, oh, shit. That ball, that son of a bitch went bump, 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 three, four leads over. Thank God there is no one there that day because they would have got mad. They would have got mad at me. <laughs> The guy behind the desk there said to me, he's like, you okay over there? I was like, yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. Sorry about that. So that that happened right there. And then I realized you, it takes practice, man. You can't just watch a pro. You can take pointers and everything. You can learn how how to stand, how to approach that line and throw the ball, though. But my instance, when it got halfway... It was, it was just like, oh, it's like Ralphie from A Christmas Story when he spilled everything and he was like, oh, uh. <laughs> yeah, the ball, three lanes over. That happened to me. <laughs> it wasn't a good time. It was not a good time. Kingpin Everett. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much, man. Pretty much. That's a pretty damn good movie I like there. Woody Harrelson, Bill Murray. And I forgot the female that was in that movie, though. But Randy Quaid, that was great. <laughs> he was in that movie with Woody Woody Harrelson. I think I'll watch, go back and watch that movie. I love that. <laughs> taking a shot at tequila. Taking a shot at tequila. No work tomorrow. So fuck it. A little content. That's right. Thank you, Jimmy. Yeah. Having a corona. And I got to go to work tomorrow. But my work's on lockdown. So I don't have to deal with the public. I'm actually looking forward to tomorrow because I can actually get done. And that's that's what I'm looking forward to with what I'll be doing tomorrow with uh, getting uh, everything done there that I need to get done. And thanks for the thumbs up there, David. And you got a wicked spin when you bowl. Yeah. Anyone right now that's watching, let me see what we got right here. You bowl... Put in the chat right now your last bowling score. I want to see what you got because I can tell you what I got. <laughs> I get some happy face, some angry face, and some crying face. I get all of them, man. That's all. Love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. So what did everyone get? I want to throw a number out there. Surprise me. I'm just interested in what everyone has for bowling numbers there. Any takers? Anyone? Here I am. Just <laughs> Jimmy, take a shot at Tila for me. Put a number down. You bold, Jimmy? I want to see what you got there. David, put your last score down. You can remember. I can tell you what my last score is. I'll start it out. 128. 128, and that's not been bowling. 100. Not bad. Not bad. Right up my alley there. Right up my alley there. The highest score I ever got bowling. I don't know how I did it. I have never been able to do it after all these years. The highest score I ever got bowling was a 276. I don't know how I got that. A 276. I think I didn't overthink it when you throw the ball. I think that's what happened. So, therefore... That yeah, bowled a 276. I can't believe I did that. I cannot believe I threw. I had a 276. I praised myself. 131. I like it, man. That's better than me. That is fucking better than me. Yeah. Drunk bowling. is. <laughs> yeah. Drunk bowling. I have not tried that yet. I'm going to have to try it. Well, actually, I think I've done it once in my life. It is dope. I did try drunk bowling one time in my life, and that was pretty damn fun. Grab one of the damn tall boys like this right here, and uh, you kill two of them in between the games there, and you just bowl and have a good time. I love that. I love that. Uh, David says, man, Everett, I feel a game one of these early ga days. Game one. Talking about game one, 
You ever seen the movie Ready Player One? If you haven't, I suggest that you see it because visually, that's a pretty damn good movie. Good story, and I love this because that movie, it didn't get a lot of hype, and it was based off a book. And talking about a book, I found the book the other day, believe it or not, Ready Player One. I found the book, and I kind of skimmed through it. It's a short book, but hell, they made that movie the two-hour movie the best of it and i've seen the movie a couple times now i got the book i'm gonna go through the book there i like reading a book and then going through and watching and then watching the movie i ended up with uh i found a few months ago just for the hell of it i saw the movie a while uh, a few years ago because it was done with one of my fa- it was directed by one of my favorite directors david fincher he, David Fincher did Seven. He did one of my uh, all-time favorite movies, Fight Club. It had Brad Pitt, Edward Norton in it. Love Fight Club. But he did the he directed the movie The, the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. And I, I love that. I love the mood and the feel of it. I found the book. And the, God dang, the book's like about like this thick. <laughs> it's, it is thick. So when I get around the reading, I got a lot of books that I picked up along the way here in the last few months that I picked up here and there. And I got a collection, and I'm getting around to reading them slowly. And I'm trying. One thing I'm trying not to do is, um, guys, you can relate to me. When you go to the bathroom, you like to sit there, and you like to have this thing with you. You know, I go to the bathroom, and I have a book, and I start reading through it and stuff. Um, the latest toilet, toilet book I've been reading, we'll, we'll call it toilet book. The latest toilet book I've been reading is called The No Asshole Rule. It's about dealing with and alienating assholes in the workplace, which has been great. It's a great book, and if you go, if you find it, pick it up. I definitely recommend it because it's a great read, and I've already, I'm already in about the first part of the book there, so I suggest that. And I, yeah, I picked up Ready Player One yesterday. I ended up picking that book up. I haven't read the book. Has anyone read the book, Player Ready Player One? Anyone reads books? I know a lot of people. I have friends that read books. I have friends that don't read books. I have friends that's like, fuck that. I hate reading. I only have to read what I have to read. And I have friends that the only time they read is when they're putting something together and they have to put in, read the instruction manual on something because it's too fucking complicated. But they know at the end of it they're going to get something done, built. Speaking of that, funny story with this right here, right here, funny story, my wife, right before we got married, we started, it was going out about 2011, we ended up, we were living in the same place, she didn't want to move in with me, and I told her, I said, why don't you move in with me for about a week, and if things work out, it works out. If they don't, then go home. And we'll eventually be that. Uh, Jimmy says, I hate being that guy, but the book has to be better. Yeah, the books are always better. They always are. Did it for New Year's Eve. Did it. Did it for New Year's and a few years in a row. And it's dope. Nice. But... I was with my wife then before she was my wife and girlfriend. So she stayed over and I needed some, I needed some, uh, I'm trying to think what did we need? Oh, we were making some space, doing some stuff, rearranging around the house there. I was staying at and I needed a storage cabinet thing to put my stuff in, in the kitchen. So she suggested we go to we go to Walmart. Walmart has the cabinets you can throw together, throw them together like nothing, and it's cheap, easy, boom, there you go. So we we go to Walmart. This is about 2011, and we go to Walmart. Me and her, my then girlfriend, now my wife, we go to Walmart, and we get this big cabinet thing. You open up double doors you got shelf on the top and you have like a big open space where basically you could stuff a midget if you needed to to hide it for like a surprise party you can open up the cabinet fucking midget jumps out surprise but that's what the cabinet looked like 
so we get the cabinet we pick it out buy it take it home all right on the way home we stop get food i decide you know what i want to have some beverage i want to have some cold beverage so we ended up we stopped at the store and i ended up picking up at that time it was back before they took out the the caffeine and it was the four loco <laughs> this before they they changed the ingredients everything four loco i picked up two big ass things of four loco like this well this corona but i pick up two big four locos and i decide you know what i'm gonna drink a four loco and i'll put it together tonight a cabinet what could go wrong everything could go wrong right now <laughs> we get home we eat I start killing that damn four loco. I was like, this is a, so this is what everyone's talking about, huh? I start killing that son of a bitch. I start killing the four loco. I am messed up. <laughs> One four loco. I am messed up. And I look over and I like, I like to have that other one over there. So I get the other four loco and I kill it about half, halfway. I decide, let's put this cabinet together. My wife at the time's like, or girlfriend, my wife, who was my girlfriend, she's like, oh, God, I can't believe this shit. <laughs> so we're trying to put this thing together. I'm drunk. I'm trying to put the damn thing together. I cannot get this fucking thing together. <laughs> Jimmy says, if we su survive full strength for Loco, we can su survive Corona straight up. Yeah, that's right. I'll drink to that right there before I tell the rest of the story. You're going to love this, guys. You're definitely going to love this. So I, I'm i trying to put together this fucking cabinet. Okay. We get, I, I don't know how we get the one, I get like two parts up. We get the whole cabinet together. I'm going back and forth with my girlfriend, but then time, you know, my wife, but then girlfriend at the time. So I'm going back and forth with her and stuff. She's like about loser. She's about to lose her shit. She's like, I did not want to deal with a drunk tonight. I did not want to deal with a fucking drunk tonight. <laughs> That's what she said. So she's yelling at me and stuff. And I'm trying to put on the door. I'm sitting there. I'm like, you know, hammering away. And she's like, you don't hammer it. You screw it. I'm like, bah. okay. The last thing I remember was trying to put the door on. I wake up the next morning. I'm in the bed. She's in the bed. And I'm like, you wake up, you have that feeling where you wake up, you're like, okay, hangover moment. That's what happened. Where the hell am I? Where the hell am I? How did I end up in bed? I was like, I ended up in bed with her. It's like, first thing came to my mind, I'm sitting there looking at my wife, my then girlfriend. I'm like, yeah, daddy scored. Get up. I go in the living room. I get up. Actually, no. I get up, shake hands with the president, come back. I'm walking to go back in the bedroom and I stop in the hallway out the living room. I back up. I look. I see the storage thing on the floor still in the living room. And I see the door on it. Okay. I was like, damn, I got drunk last night. I put together a cabinet. God dang, I'm talented, man. I am talented. I love it. So I walk over to the, uh, I walk past the thing. I should have looked. I just walked past it, didn't pay attention to it. Get over, go in the kitchen, fix my coffee, everything, turn on the TV. So I walk by the cabinet. I look down at the cabinet. And I happen to looking down, I notice something at the cabinet. So I open up the one door. One door is on there, correct? I tried to pull the other one. I put the damn thing on inside out backwards. <laughs> I, was, I was like, what? And at that time, while I'm trying to figure this out, it's like, did I do this? Wife's, are, wife's up, then girlfriend. She's like, hey. I was like, hey. She said, remember what happened last night? Nope, not a damn thing. She's like, yeah, you want me to inform you? Okay. So, yeah, she tells me in the drunken rage, I tried to put the damn door on, and I got in an argument with her about it. So I put it on, and I was like, that's how it goes. She went back, no, it don't, no, it don't. So we got a little 
she tried to like calm me down because I flew off the handle about it. And then she said, basically, she said, uh, I need, I got up and to try to, go, I tried to go to the bathroom. I tried to head to the bathroom, but I ended up heading into the other room and I was bitching and complaining because how something <laughs> happened with the light. I couldn't see. I walked in the dark bedroom and I tripped and fell, which explained why my foot was kind of killing me in the morning too. So yeah, she ended up, uh, yeah, leaving it like that. She could have fixed it, but she left it like that to show me that you were too fucked up. So at that point right there, I never did drink a four loco again. That was the first and last time I ever drank a four loco because of my stupidity. <laughs> so that's what happened, man. That is what happened. But well, I went on quite a bit tonight. That's great. That is great there. I'm surprised no one's commented that I got uh, Chris Carnage hanging up on my wall there. So, new thing. But uh, anyhow, I basically just want to say thank you, everyone, for tuning in tonight and listening to the Everly Show podcast. Jimmy says, any screw can be a nail if you try hard enough. Yeah, I tried hard enough, dude. I tried hard enough. <laughs> but... I want to give a shout out to Podcast Scene Network, the official host of the Everett Lee Show. Your top source of independent podcasting over podcastscene.net for the Everett Lee Show. Deathmatch Wrestle Podcast, Wrestle Popcast, Imaginarium with Scott and Todd, Super Radio Brothers, Final Score, and much, much more over on podcastscene.net. Follow them on Facebook, Podcast Scene Network, and over on Twitter at Podcast Scene Net. Subscribe to them. For video podcast on our YouTube channel, Podcast Scene Network, and right here on twitch.tv slash podcast scene network. You want more Everett Lee? Well, you can have more Everett Lee over on Facebook and right here on Facebook with the Everett Lee Show. Share it, recommend it to someone, and give me a shout-out and a tweet over on Twitter at the Everett Lore Score Lee. Instagram, Everett Lee Show. Audio portion of this podcast and previous release podcasts, you can head over to uh, my YouTube channel, Everett Lee Show, Stitcher Radio, leave a comment and a rating, iTunes, Google Play, give a rating and a comment, and of course, everyleeshow.podbeam.com, my official audio host right there. You ready to start a podcast? Sign up over on Podbeam for a free month with the promo code podbeam.com slash pbsignup. And you can find that over on my page for my podcast over on podcastc.net. Podcast C Network, your top source for independent podcast. And yes, Jimmy, that was, thank you. I'm glad that you thought it was a great story. Can't wait to get on and shoot the shit with you about every, about wrestling and everything. I can't wait either. We'll, uh, Get in contact here and shout out to David C. Russell. Yes, shout out to Podcast C Network for all the podcast needs. And that is pretty much it for the Everett Lee show tonight there. Everett Lee is signing off. And thank you for tuning in and listening to the Everett Lee show podcast. <laughs> We'll